Welcome to the Final Score Network and the Final Score Podcast, presented by Team Anders Realtors. I'm Andy. He's former NCAA student athlete and co-host. Brian Gam, two-hand monster flush off the inbound. Brian Gam slam jam. Subscribe to us on Podbean, the Apple Podcast Store, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at the Final Score Thirty Five and TikTok at AG Spartan Fan 35. Oh, and one more note before we get started. I'd like to apologize to anyone I've not offended yet. Please be patient. I'll get to you shortly. Welcome into the first TFS pod of December 2023, the year of our Lord. Uh, episode 151 here. Uh, we got a college football playoff. It's bowl season. Um, transfer portal open today. It's wide open. Um, just like the Fansville Dr. Pepper commercials, um, college basketball, we get some Big Ten play on, um, a few conferences are actually playing early, which I kind of like some, some big matchups this week. Um, NFL, we're kind of getting down to the, to the end here. Um, Detroit Red Wings are hot in the NHL, which is great. The Detroit Pistons are the worst team in basketball. I haven't won a game since October, which is hilarious because I hate the NBA. I was thinking about that on the way home from work or from the gym, how much I despise the NBA and don't ever watch it again and never need to. With that being said, we got a lot to talk about as we always do. Let's go to the podium. Levi Williams, if you don't know the name, quarterback of Utah State, young man, um, really good quarterback for Utah State, had a really good season um, last Saturday, um, two, two Saturdays ago now, I guess, um, put up a huge game with like five touchdowns, 300 plus yards passing. Um, then he announces after the game that he is going to forego playing any more college football or football in general um, and join uh, the Navy SEALs. This man's the ultimate patriot, um, sacrificing his life for um, for our, our great country. There's not people like this anymore, so I thought that was really cool that he's doing this. Um, there's no more patriots, and he's one of them. Um, so thank you for doing that, Levi. We appreciate it. I wish there were more people um, that would do this kind of stuff. Shows you that football is just a game. He's got his head screwed on straight. Kudos to his parents for raising a good young man um, who made a really brave and selfless decision for sure. My podium could have gone a lot of different ways. Obviously, we'll get into the CFP, but transfer portal opened today, as Ryan said. There were already names going into the transfer portal left and right last week, although today was the first day it opened. It's going to be a record year for a mountain. It's going to be a record year for guys that don't end up playing college football again. Um, Ryan and I kind of have our own list of uh, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. We hope you come back. And for those who do leave, how many actually go to Power 5 schools? Um, you could argue that it's Power 4 now, that the Pac-12 is gone. Um, it'll just be interesting because in the past, Michigan State has lost very little uh, in the way of guys transferring up. Most of them have transferred down or out or not landed anywhere. So that's a long way to get to I've got a beef with Ryan Day. I learned a very key thing early on in my basketball coaching career. Now, mind you, I coached youth basketball, I coached AAU, I coached freshman basketball. But from a Hall of Famer, Steve Marley taught me, when you win, it's the players. When you lose, it's the coach. And yet I'm going to read you a little quote from a conversation with Ryan Day when it was announced that Kyle McCord from Ohio State, their quarterback who went 11-1, and had a really good season. Was he C.J. Stroud? No. Who is? Was he uh, old boy Bears quarterback? Fields. No. Fields? No. Was he um, a lot of these other quarterbacks that have been in Ohio State lately? No. But he was himself, and he was good, and he was efficient, and he won a lot of good games for good Ohio State. Day was non-committal about McCord's status as a team starter when asked about it on Sunday. Quote, when you come up short, the bottom line is you got to look at everything because you didn't get it done. And that's the thing. That is just sobering here. At 11-1, you come up short on the last possession. It's just not good enough. So you got to look at everything, and we will look at everything. Up yours with a double-blazing middle finger, Ryan Day. That is exactly... What is wrong with college football? It's why these kids go to the transfer portal ad nauseum. 
you don't teach loyalty to anybody and nobody's going to be loyal to you. I hope you I hope Ohio State crashes to earth and you get fired because to treat a quarterback that was arguably a, a player two away from beating Michigan and being uh, a one or two seed in the CFP um you know you're going to you're going to ship him out because 11 and 1 and not beating Michigan is his fault completely. I don't think so. First of all, you can look at some of the officiating in that game, which we talked about, the interception that was ruled a touchdown and so on and so forth. Second of all, last time I checked, football is the ultimate team game. One guy doesn't win or lose the game for you. Did McCord throw two interceptions? Yep, he sure did. Did the line not protect him on that last interception? Yep, sure did. Did you maybe call some shitty calls and put him in crappy positions on with your play calling because you're too damn selfish to give it up to your offensive coordinator? Damn yep. right you did. So rather than send your 11-1 quarterback who worked his ass off for Ohio State up the river, who, oh, by the way, was BFFs with your the guy you probably were 11-1 for, and Marvin Harrison Jr. grew up with him, played high school ball with him, kind of like Reed and Thorne. Yep. Um, you know what? You deserve what you get. I hope you get nobody out of the portal. I hope you continue to lose to Michigan as much as I hate Michigan because a lesson needs to be paid to people like you. You are part of the problem here. We're supposed to be teaching loyalty and what it means to work hard and persevere to these young men, not teach them that they're just as easy to just flick away like a booger as Jim Harbaugh. Oh, no, Jim Harbaugh likes to eat his boogers. If you treat young adults like that, they're going to treat you like that. You wonder why we have a problem in society when I have to go hire people, why I have a, a problem finding people who can get it done. It's because of people like you who set a horrible example for the youth. You want the youth to come in and work their ass off and stay loyal to a program, then you support them. And you say, you know what? I raise my hand, media. You want to give heat? Give it to me. That kid got death threats from dumbass Ohio State fans because they lost to Michigan. Hey, I hate losing to Michigan too. I've never once sent a death threat to a Michigan State player because of it. That is asinine. It's ridiculous. And you are not part of the problem. Guys like you, Ryan Day, you are the problem. Please, somebody, send this to Columbus. Let it blow up on your sports radio. Come talk to me. You're an a-hole, and you deserve what you get. And I hope you lose in your bowl game. I hope you get fired next year. Well, the funny thing is, I think a lot of Ohio State fans would agree with you. I think they're kind of growing tired of his shtick. All right, let's go to a tee-up. We have a couple here. Um, you want to do yours first? Yeah, sure. Um, mine. Really yeah, yeah. Mine. Um, we yeah, we both have a tee-up. Mine has to do with replay. It was going to be my podium until I saw the Ryan Day thing today uh, with McCord. I just have a question, and I'm going to flag replay in general because how can you not get it right? Uh, first case in point, the TCU-Georgetown game. Now, granted, it's an early season game, and it doesn't really matter. TCU hits an amazing, banked-in, wild, like just past half-court buzzer beater to beat Georgetown on the road. Well, one thing, he was out of bounds, and it was clear, but they said replay can't reverse that. Then what the hell is the point of replay? You make us sit here for minutes upon minutes that feels like hours on end to watch these replays where you're quadruple zooming in on a fingernail to see something and you can't overturn something as obvious as the guy was out of bounds that's ridiculous and we're going to always stick on replay we got all this beef people have all this beef about the cfp which it's about time honestly that they did because here you do the math five power conferences four slots it was about time that we were going to have you know something like this go on um the Georgia-Alabama game, your job as a, as a review guy is to be watching every play in college football. That nobody thought to say, hey guys, woo, woo, woo. And it wasn't that Alabama went super fast. It was a, Yeah, it was Alabama that they called it catch for, right? Mm -hmm. It, to me, surely looked like he rolled over and the ball jarred loose when he hit the ground, which is an incomplete pass. We're not Alabama didn't rush to the line of scrimmage. They didn't make it so fast that they couldn't look at it. They showed the replay once or twice real time as I was watching the game. And yet you didn't think to buzz that down. And you wonder, you people, you officials, you people who run NCAA and NFL wonder why fans cry conspiracy theory and think things are fixed. Hmm. Things like that sure make it look like it's fixed. You have replay at your fingertips. Freaking get it right. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Um, mine, I 
was not going to watch the Michigan game, but went with uh, some friends to a local sports bar and watched it. And of course, you know, it's all Michigan fans, and you got the the game blaring on the loudspeaker, so I can hear every word our favorite announcer Gus Johnson had to say. Um, and if I had watched the game, I would have watched on mute because I can't stand this guy. Actually, I, Joel Klatt, I, I respect him a little more for him going and challenging Gus. But after Michigan's first carry, Blake the Great, calling these, making up nicknames for all the Michigan players, talking about how he's he's buying stuff on Will Johnson's website. And, oh, look at those sweet Cartier glasses. I'm getting myself a pair and saying, oh, J.J. McCarthy, NFL scouts got to be drooling. And then uh, Joel Clyde goes, uh, Gus, he's probably going to come back next year. He's not ready for the league. He's not good enough. He was, this the, is the, it's, he it's, was the, quote, best quarterback in a league of dog shit quarterbacks. The, probably the worst. The worst quarterback league. It, yeah. it was really, he probably would have been. I call those oh. Gus-gasms. And the thing is, is five years ago, Gus was must-see TV. Especially with basketball, he was fantastic. He has become he's sour. He has become Dick Vital times twelve. It's, it, to it, the over slobbering that Dukey V has on on you know Duke. That's what Gus has towards Michigan. It's not even watchable anymore. I did not. I I unlike Ryan. I did not watch a down of that game. I checked my phone on occasion. My buddies were watching it. They texted me, kept me up to date. Number one, I'd rather watch paint dry, which was pretty much what I saw in the Florida State game anyway. But, um, yeah, I won't watch him. He's unwatchable. Yeah, and it's sad to say because he used bad. to be one of the best, and he is now officially one of the worst. I'm talking about, you know, how 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 much adversity Michigan has faced. Um, I mean, uh, news Drinking flash the for you, Gus. Um, it's all self, self-inflicted. So, um, I don't know what to tell you. Because the only people that will call Michigan out for their BS and their cheating are people that are not affiliated with the Big Ten. And no, it's sad. It's sad, but that's what media is today with politics, too. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gotten ridiculous. I mean, the only way this is going to stop is uh, Michigan losing, uh, Michigan getting the hammer after the season's over, Harbaugh going away, um, which we can that's talk about maybe anyway, a little, but... little later. But maybe... Um, Maybe you know it, it, it. Sometimes karma's a bitch, and it catches up eventually. Um, Which leads us into first down. Yeah, leads us into first down. Let's do this thing. Um, championship week review. Let's just let's do the small games first, and then let's uh, do it. By the way, uh, I caught up to you. I'm only down two points, and I was down by um, six going into the weekend, and I uh, I had a, a nice comeback on you. So we're you picked and, four more games right than me. Or three. I'm sorry. You went two and eight. I went five and five. Um, catching up to you going into bowl season. Um, but Liberty, New Mexico State, didn't watch much of it. Um, but Liberty won 12 and 0, regular season. Good for the Flames. Um, As a result, they get to go get their ass kicked by Oregon. Yeah, what the hell? Well, Oregon <laughs> might not have anybody playing in it, but still, they'll win That's by 100. That's a game, yeah. Uh, MAC championship Toledo came in eleven and one, lose to Miami. Miami was pretty good in that game yeah. um, when we were watching. Good defense, and Toledo had was on eleven game winning streak. They yeah, their the only loss was barely to Illinois, Illinois at the Oakland. buzzer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else we had. It was small. Um, Boise State UNLV. Boise State fired their coach and they won their conference. Do you believe that? And that's crazy. And they're promoting a guy from within to be their coach. They didn't even do a search. <laughs> It really it might be Gary Danielson's son actually. It's some guy's last name is Danielson. He looks like him, and he's a quarterbacks oh, coach. Didn't know he had a son. Um, so I don't know if it is him, but it looks like him, and he's quarterbacks coach. So it might be him. Um, little uh, AAC action. SMU last year in the in the conference going to ACC next year. Get the get the dub with a backup quarterback over Tulane. Willie Fritz. He's gone to Houston. Um, that was his last game as Tulane's coach. Crazy. Um. All right. I think the oh Appalachian State Troy Troy smoked App State. We both picked App State. Whoops. Um. But whatever. No, I picked Troy. Nope. We picked Appalachian State. I think you put it down wrong. Oregon Washington. Let's go in chronological order. Great game. What a game. Fantastic game. I we both said we thought Oregon would win. I thought that they would win going away. I, Washington proved me wrong. Their defense is 
good enough. It's not great. Um, it, it's solid though. They are so loaded at wide receiver. I mean, Adunze is a man. An Their animal. running back is a man. Uh, Johnson's an really good. Michael Penix might be the most. I've never seen a guy anticipate where guys are going to be like him. So effortless and fluid. He flicks his wrist. It's a perfect ball every time. Um, he is the truth. He's really, really good. And Bo Nix was really, really good in that game. Mm-hmm. He didn't really screw up. It was a lot of Oregon just not capitalizing, and they couldn't really stop Washington. Um, it, it was, it was very, very, sim- yeah, very similar, similar to the, the regular season game. Yeah. yeah, fantastic game. Purple Rain Part 1 for the weekend. We'll get to Purple Rain Part 2 in a second down. But, um, yeah, I was super impressed with Washington. I figured whoever got in the playoff is – likely going to, between those two, is likely going to be in the championship game. Yeah, I, I think would. they're just both that good on offense, and their defense is Oregon's defense in particular is, is really good. But yep. Washington, just they had a good game plan, and um, they are loaded at the skill positions. Yeah, I mean, they're for real. Um, just Even their tight ends are really good. They're mm-hmm. athletic. Yeah, They're fun to watch, that is for sure. Welcome to the Big Ten. Yep. Last game of the Pac-12, and now it's the Pac-2, um, which, by the way, it's uh, an alliance between Oregon State, Washington, and the Mountain West. Washington State. The Washington yeah, State. The Mountain West, yep. yep. Six, um, five, six games? Six games. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Um, but, yeah, that was the Pac-12. Um, Oregon's playing in the Fiesta Bowl, I believe. That's who they're playing Liberty in. Yeah, Liberty. Um, as the non-Power 5 team that got in. I, I think this is my... my Washington and Texas were my two teams of the week. Texas is good, man. Yeah, Texas they is are, really good. Their offense is they're Quinn, also Quinn Ewers is has improved a lot. He's really good. They're playing with their second, third, and fourth string running backs. Those guys could start at Michigan State, bar none, and they'd be studs. They're right. all really, really good, really fast, good running backs. Their line's good. They have a stud tight end. They have like three or four really good receivers, and they stop the run. Their defensive line is legit. Sarkeesian, we we doubt Texas. We say Texas is back. Texas is back, folks. Twelve and one, they're in the playoff they for the first time. Oklahoma they're back. State. Oklahoma State's not that great. I mean, Oklahoma no, State got but still, I mean, they, UCF, they were a team still, that went nine and three. Yeah. It's not like there's some pushover six yeah. and six team. I mean, totally. They're good. They're favored over Washington right now in that game. Really, three and a half point favorite. Hmm. Um, crazy. Um, Speaking of that, let's let's rip off the Michigan Band-Aid real quick. I know you didn't watch it. I was not impressed. Michigan covered the 23-and-a-half-point spread. And put, put it this way. This is the one fact I can spit at you. Michigan, vaunted Michigan, put up less yards of total offense than Florida State with a third-string quarterback, which kept them out of the And, and is Iowa's defense good? Yeah, it's good, but... This is the first really, really good defense that Michigan's played, aside from Ohio State. In the last two weeks, Michigan's offense has not been able to get much going unless they have a short field. They didn't do much against Penn State. No, they had to no. run 32 straight Blake Corum, is, he's a really good short yardage back. He's really good in the red zone. He's not a guy that's going to pop 60-yard runs. And, just, and the anti-Semite has not been no, very he's good terrible. He's been terrible. All he, he's all about himself. Michigan's receivers, they're not great. Their tight ends, I think, are the best part of their offense. They catch everything. Agreed. Loveland's a stud. Um, that guy's definitely going to be playing on Sundays. And guess what, guys? The secret's out. Jesus McJr. is no good. He's not good at football. He threw the ball about 30-sometimes the other day for 130 yards. I'm going to remind Michigan not fans. Not good, guys. Cade McNamara, He's mad. He's mid. who didn't have all the stars and accolades, got you just as far two years ago Same as thing. J.J. He just, maybe he's a little it, better scrambler. That's yeah, it. It's it's maybe the system. Cade, you could argue, is a better decision maker. Yeah, I mean... It, J.J. gets away with, I mean, against Iowa, Iowa was inches from picking him off three or four times on on those throws where he sprints right and just chucks it across his body across the field. When you play against a team like Alabama, that's going to be intercepted every time. Mm-hmm. When you played against TCU last year who had really good athletic linebackers, that was picked off yep. last year. Those yep. stupid plays. And they don't have the plays. Newsflash. No. And is their, de- is their defense good? Yes. I, I think their defense is good. Their, their secondary is very good. They but have, you could shut out Iowa with your well, eyes Yeah, closed. I mean, I, Deacon Hill, I could have gone without warming up and done the same thing he did. He's terrible. If Iowa had a heartbeat, that game would have been close. Mm-hmm. If they if they literally could even do anything. Two of Michigan's touchdowns came on short fields because of, of a fumble, which and was a controversial. Long punt and a long punt return. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, just it, it's they're not that good. No. Nope. Uh, 
their their secondary is good. I don't think their D their D line has a couple good guys, but it's not nowhere near where it's been the last two years. And their linebackers aren't great. I think a team like Bama um, with athletes can cause them problems. They, I mean, Ohio State, yeah. Do they have Maserati, Marv? Yeah. Do they have Trey Henderson? Yeah. Alabama has five good receivers, good tight ends, good running backs, and a quarterback that can run. Mm-hmm. And what has given Michigan fits for years? Quarterbacks that can move they in the not pocket. Come close to playing a quarterback. No, he's the best quarterback that they've played, bar none. Yep. Who's the best quarterback they played? McCord or Alar? And Tagovailoa is not even that good. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. I was How not was impressed. Yeah, exactly. Um, then we had Florida State, Louisville. Um, I watched that six. game. Florida State's defense is dominant, and yeah, one of their best players is the Western Michigan transfer. Yeah, I mean, that verse guy's really their good. Their defense, which was, you know, they, the announcers kept saying it because you could tell they were kind of sell Florida State to get into that four spot. The, the defense knew they had to perform like that to win the game, and they did. Like, yeah. they they, Played they really had well. a huge interception Sold out. after Louisville had a crazy, like, like they tackled the punter. They didn't even block it. They tackled the punter. They split the seam so well. Short field, and they pick off a pass. Um, you know, Florida State did everything that they were asked to do this year. I've heard both sides of the argument there. I get Michigan fans need to just shut up and not have a voice at the table because yeah, you have ridiculous. no, you have no, no moral high You're not objective. On, like your 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 objective is we want the easiest game possible. We don't want to play Alabama, so you don't get a vote. The rest of people, I, I can get it, but look. At the end of the day, it does matter that their quarterback is hurt. It does matter for the quality of game in the college football playoff because it's all about money. Why do you think the SEC got in? Why do you think Alabama got in over Florida State? Because it's about the money. Mm -hmm. It's a one-trick pony. ESPN, ABC owns the rights. ESPN, ABC now owns the rights for the SEC. Do you think for a split second they weren't going to have an SEC team in there? And here's the thing. If the refs hadn't, you know, I'm not going to say that that one play meant the difference between a win and a loss for Georgia, but if they make that call right, things change, momentum changes, and Georgia wins, not even a conversation because then it's Georgia 1, Michigan Michigan 2, Washington 3, and probably Texas 4. Um, or no, f- sorry, Florida State four. Then there's not. Then you get your Florida State in there. I, I don't even think it's. I think Texas is odd man out. Then um, I just I, I like. I feel really bad for Florida State. I feel really bad for the quarterbacks. You know, apologizing yeah, to his fans. Not your him. place. And look, I saw my buddies sent me a great little TikTok of Drew Brees saying, "Here's a solution. College football fans want more college football anyway. Have Texas and um, Bama or Florida State and Bama play a play-in game." Why not? Yeah, sure. It's Christmas break coming up. I mean, you're going to go to a 12-team playoff next year. There's going to be extra games. What's the difference? What's the difference? Like I, I mean, if you if you really want to solve it, you could have come up with a, a way to solve the problem. You have the power to solve the problem, and you chose not to. You chose controversy because people talk about it, right? Um, but here's my thing. Um, are we done looking at the games? Were there uh, other we ones? had the Bama game that we we're going to talk Bama, about. Bama, yeah. I mean, Bama, look, Georgia kind of was on the cusp all season. Um, I don't think they were anywhere near as good as the last two years. They're they were still number, really they good. They're still really good. They were number one. That game you knew was a toss-up, and Bama's been playing well. I mean, I get it. They had to get a Hail Mary to beat Auburn. But, hey, a couple of years ago, Auburn had to have kick six to beat Alabama. Like, that's part of football. So, national media eunuchs, as Mike Valenti calls them, ballless wonders. Like, spare me that argument. That's not an argument. Close games happen all the time in football. Um, you know, oh, Bama, you know, the transitive property of Bama didn't play, you barely beat USF, and Bama barely beat Auburn, who lost to New Mexico State, therefore they suck. I mean, come on. Just give me a break. Stop with that already. Um, here's the thing. Here's my solution to the whole problem. No, not one national media person has talked about this. You want to really solve, and, and you want to take the moral high ground, and you want to do what's right, Oh, it's it's wrong to leave Florida State out. It's wrong to leave them out because they went 13-0. First time in 10 years you've had an undefeated Power 5 conference champion left out. So you're going to play the moral high ground? I got one for you to talk about. Then leave Michigan out. Their coach was suspended for two different Twice. offenses for half the regular season. They played a garbage schedule. They played 
garbage preseason teams. They played, I get it, they played the Big Ten that they had to play. They beat arguably two good teams. And I'm going to say two because Ohio State was good. Penn State, half a good team. We'll say three quarters of a good team and Iowa a quarter of a good team. Because Iowa had good defense and no offense. Like so, we're gonna say Michigan had two good wins. What would you put the who who didn't have better wins than Michigan? Let's put the cheating part aside. Michigan played. I I don't remember exactly. I'd have to look at it. But six teams in the Big Ten out of fourteen ended up with a losing record. There was one five hundred. So half the league was was losing or. The best team they might have played was UNLV. Three teams were seven and five. Eight Big Ten offenses ranked worse than a hundred. Eight, and I know for a fact that Michigan played three or four of those eight. Yeah, Minnesota, Michigan, so State, Iowa. You, you want to, and I can't remember what Rutgers. some of the other teams. Yeah, Rutgers. You you want to look at it? The Big Ten was the worst of the five conferences. At me all you want. The Big Ten was by far the worst of the Power Five conferences this year. And again, let's go back to oh, by the way, you cheated. You cheated for the last two and a half years. Now, I get it, Michigan fans. Get on your little soapbox. But but we fired the guy, and we didn't have all the plays in the last three games. We beat Penn State and Ohio State, and then we beat Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game. So clearly, we're good enough. Nobody's saying you're not a good football team. In my mind, you're not one of the best four. I think you're number five, in my opinion. Take my green glasses off because of the things that I just stated. And I'm going to get on my moral high ground. You don't deserve to be in there. Because what are we, what are we doing? We're saying... Go ahead, cheat your way to a championship. We might take it away next year, but it's okay because your fans are all going to remember. Nobody's not going to say Michigan won the national championship. We've been over this for the last how many many podcasts. Nobody says the Fab Five didn't go to the championship game two years in a row just because the banners don't exist. If you saw it, it happened. It exists. You can't just poof, make it go away. Um, you, so Michigan fans, national media, my challenge to you you want to look at the moral high ground, look in the mirror, and you explain to me how Michigan can preach the moral high ground when you are swimming in the bottom of a muck-filled swamp. Yeah. No. Echo echo what you say. Um, it's just, I mean, it's not surprising out of them. I mean, I, I, I have friends that are Michigan fans. We have family that are Michigan fans. But, guys, come on. This is... You can't, you can't take this stance when you know that you're... And, and like cheated. Mike Valenci says... Okay, Michigan versus everyone. Guess what? You get to play Alabama. Beat them and prove yeah, us if wrong. You, if you if you think you're the best, you got to beat the best. You yep. got to beat one, the best coach of all time. Then you got to beat a team, a, a Texas or or a Washington that has offenses that would give you fits. It's like a number one seed in the tournament, hoping that they play the all the worst seeds, the sixteen, then the nine, then the you know the twelve, then the, you know whatever the case may be. Yep. Like, stop. If you want to be the best, beat the best. By the way, you ain't going to beat the best. Yeah. Um, Georgia, we kind of talked about that. That's fine. That was, that was a good game. Um, yeah, it was a good game. And like I said, could have easily gone either way. You know, things would have been probably different. Although, maybe not. I mean, maybe it was Texas, Florida State would be having this argument instead. Um, anyway. Probably. Second down uh, is presented by Norris Sports Group. Norris Sports Group is a boutique agency of experts with 30-plus years of experience in sports, sponsorship, and much more. Learn more about them today at norrissportsgroup.com. All right, let's do this thing. Uh, it's college basketball. Um, let me pull up my thing here. We're going to do uh, – you want to talk Big Ten and college hoops at large, I guess, in the last week. Then we can. we're going to pick our – uh, Big Ten starting five, which we've done. This will be our third year doing this. Are you going to go back and add yeah, I'll, what I'll they've add, done so far? Yes. Yep, yeah. I'll add the games. Um, let's rip through college hoops, I guess, in the last week, I guess. what, what New number do? one, Arizona. Yep, not surprised. We, we do it last Monday, so mm-hmm. starting last Tuesday. Um, Kansas almost lost as a 39-point favorite to Eastern Illinois. That would have been funny. And then, and then they came back and beat UConn. Yeah, right? which was a phenomenal game. It's um, too bad it was up against Washington, Oregon. UConn's really good. Um, they're going to be a good team all year. Um, how about Kentucky? Smoke Miami on Tuesday. Just absolutely curved on Probably played one of their best games they played in a couple years. Then they turn around and lose at home to UNC Wilmington, who's a, who's a good, a good mid-major team, but they're not. 
anyone that's you said it before, Ryan. The parody in college basketball is amazing. I mean, Michigan State lost to a good James Madison team, albeit a James Madison team they shouldn't have lost to at home. Yeah, I mean, just like Kentucky lost to a decent UNC Wilmington team, they should never lose to at home. Kansas should not have to barely sweat out covering a thirty-nine and a half point favorite in a game. Like, just it's crazy and it's it's fun. Um, And here. Here we go, Purple Rain Part Two. I was between between How texting with Dave and Chris and watching the Oregon Washington game, and then flipping to to Northwestern Purdue. Northwestern hats off to them. Two wins ever versus number one, and oh. they happen to be back to back against Purdue. Same in, calendar in year, February, and then in December. Um, some teams just have a recipe for beating great North teams. Northwestern, man. North, Northwestern did that to Michigan State in 1979, too. Almost kept them out of the they tournament. They beat us. They yeah. beat us a few times when we were Final Four teams, yeah. too. I mean, they just there's some some teams match up like historically. Michigan State has struggled for for instance at Penn State for whatever reason. Maybe not this year, but or maybe it remains to be seen. But like there are sometimes there's just schools and teams that teams don't match up with in Purdue. Like Northwestern kept throwing bodies at Edie, who still shot twenty two freaking free throws. Got in the fouled twenty four times or something, um, and they Darn still man. withstood that. And they just they had a phenomenal game. Boo Booey was outstanding. He's a stud. Um, you know, to think old. at this time last year, people thought Collins might lose his job, and now he may be going to the NCAA. He'll he probably had, go to the NCAA has, tournament again. He will never get fired from there. He's no. taken them above anything they could ever. He hope could get for. them to their third NCAA tournament in what, like five, six years, Se- and second in, in a row, in seven or eight years, yeah. yeah, and second in a row, and, and that had never been immortal, done ever there before. Immortal. Yeah, he's immortal, and he's lost. Decent players to like Duke and North Carolina. Yeah. Like he's lost good players to the yeah, portal. He team. has. He sure has. He's done a really nice job there. He's a good coach. He's got the ugliest, just like his pops, ugliest team in just the like, Big Ten. Yeah, he does. Good lord, just bunch like of his, mouth breathers. But it's like his pops, good, good coach. Yeah. Uh, Duke, how about them? They're falling. They're, Duke fans want Shire's head on a stick. That was not a great loss for Michigan State. No, we I mean, thought we that should, at the time. But. Okay, they lost to Arkansas this week on the road. Fine. Then they lose to Georgia Tech, who is bringing in a new coach. They were really bad last year. Mm-hmm. Um, not great, Bob. How about Villanova? They won the Bahamas <laughs> tournament. They looked really good. They smoked Memphis. You can't beat. They lost. They've lost to Penn. They've lost to St. Joseph. And who was the other? Who did they lose to the other day? LaSalle. Was it Lasalle? I can't remember. It was one of the big I think five. Lasalle. Yeah. Um. They're they have three losses, and all three of them. Oh, it was Drexel. Oh, Drexel. That's right. Fighting Tony Gaines. The next one to play is Lasalle. Yeah. Um. They've lost to all of them. Crazy. Yeah. Um. How nice. about Colorado State? They might be the the new darling this season. They're in the top fifteen right and now. Their best really player good. doesn't he play for Texas or Tennessee now? Was that where he? No, he was Brack? Northern. Oh, he's Colorado. Northern Colorado. No, That's they right. have that Stevens guy, point guard. He's really good. I'll tell you a team who's who had that tough loss early. I think I can't remember where they lost to. It was Florida Atlantic. They lost to a bad team, and then ever since then they have like boat they raced really everybody. Good. They're yeah. they're really really good. Um. Good for them. I like Florida Atlantic. I like Dusty May. He's a good coach, um, for sure. Um, let's see. Saturday was a big day in hoops. Wisconsin beat Marquette. That looks like a tough game for Michigan State tomorrow. Um, played really, really well. Um, they're ranked now six and two. Um, Michigan State played just once last week, and and you know took care of a team they should, and they played yeah, decent. They but the decent. problem is, is Hogard came off the bench. In fact, he was like the 10th guy off the bench. Came in about 12-minute mark of the first half, and he still was pedestrian. Like, and, uh, I mean, I'm to the point where I just say, play Fears and play Holloman with Walker and bench Hogard altogether. He, he does not do Michigan State any good. He's he's disengaged. Um, it's not. Been it's going to be more important for Michigan State to get Kohler back and in shape and healthy to give them a little bit of a post-presence. I think you keep playing... Fears more and more. I think you... You got to play Carr a little more. You play Carr a little bit more. You live with some of his mistakes, but he hustles. He He rebounds. He plays good defense. He's really good off, like, free throw rebounds and stuff. Booker, I want... I've been... Yeah, we want... I've been begging Izzo to play, but he just... He's not there yet. No, he's not there. He's not. He's going to take a year or two. And Tom, I trust to get that right. I just hope the kid doesn't bolt. But, like, he... He he's got a long way to go. Like he's got the athleticism. He doesn't have a motor. He's no. he's kind of lazy on yeah, just lazy. in general. He's 
He's not got strong. a pure stroke. He's got a good jump looking jump. But shot. he gets the ball stripped when he goes he up for dunk. Doesn't want to bang in the post. Mm-hmm. He's he's weak on he doesn't move his feet on defense. Yeah. Um, he needs he needs a lot of work, and he just needs to you know f- figure out. Maybe he'll figure it out later in the season, like some freshmen do from Michigan State, like Cooper kind of did at the end of last year. Um, but still, Aikens has been playing a little bit better, which is key. Because Cooper's good. Be- Sissoko played a little better. He's still not great. Um, Walker's got to play better. Holloman's been a nice surprise. He's been pretty solid. Hall's sick. Hopefully, he can play tomorrow. He's questionable. That's not great. Um, obviously, but we'll see um, what happens. Illinois um, smoked Rutgers on the road the other day. Um, Ohio State's sitting up on top of the Big Ten at seven and one. They look pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're one and zero. Oh How about Penn State losing to in-state rival Bucknell? Um, yeah, that was terrible. That was rough. Michigan. Oh, after after they beat St. John's, everyone said, "Oh, Sparty, you're so scared of Michigan. We're so much better than you." Uh, I'm sorry, you're 4-4 four and four and you can't play any defense and you have a coach that um, gets technical fouls when he's not actually coaching and gets thrown out of games. So um, talk to me after you fix that crap, which will never mm-hmm. be fixed. Jawan Howard is the Mel Tucker to Michigan basketball. It's funny because uh, Purdue, well, they got him in the wrong spot here, but I mean, Purdue, Wisconsin, and Illinois are the only three ranked teams, but the Big Ten has nobody with a losing record. No, the Big Ten's it's going to be solid. It's not bad. Nebraska's seven one. They lost for the first time last night, but they got run by Creighton. Right, they got smoked. Yeah, Purdue's smoking Iowa right now. They're up twenty. Payback time. Yeah, yeah, that's not great. Ohio State's good. Minnesota's probably the worst team. Minnesota and Penn State are probably the two worst. Um, but it'll be a fun season. Looking forward to Indiana's okay. They're getting there. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Only time will tell. Um, well, let's let's pick those five. Um, I get to go first because I won last year, of course. Mm-hmm. I think I think you won the first year we did it, if I'm not mistaken. If this loads, I can I can tell you who. No, won. I think you won that year too. I've decided. Well, I hardly I, did. I won by less than a hundred. I decided to change my in strategy. In 21-22, um, if you this, you want to hear our teams in 2021-2022. My team was Johnny Davis, Boo Booey, Ron Harper Jr., Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray, and yours was EJ Liddell, Trace Jackson Davis, Kofi Coburn, Pete Nance, and Travion Williams. I've tried to go with guys that could it's get pretty points funny. and rebounds. Mine was last year: Edie, Chris Murray, Jalen Pickett, Dante Scott, Tyler Wall, and yours was. Terrence Shannon, Trace Jackson, Davis, Tyson Walker, Justice Suing, Cliff Amarui. And I beat you by almost 300 last year. Um, All right, let's go this year. Um, We'll we'll do snakes. I'll go first, then you go second, third. I'll go fourth, fifth, back and forth. I got to go with Edie, man. He's going to score. He's going to be the player. He's going to be the player. I'm going to go give me Bowie and Thornton. Okay, nice, nice. Those Those are on my list, but. We're looking at my trusty list I built up. Um, I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Terrence Shannon and Tyson Walker. I had both of those guys on mine. I'm going to go with Cricky, the Valpo transfer for Iowa. He's their leading scorer. Does he have relation? No. Thank goodness. Um, do I get to pick again? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to go with uh, Ware. Oh, Indiana. good pick. I had him on my list, too. Um, hmm, leaves me in a... T- I'm going to go Jameer Young and Gar- Dawson Garcia from Minnesota. He plays on a crap team, but he had 38 points last night. Yeah, he's nice. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a juggernaut. All right, this... this uh... I can't believe I'm doing this because it really pains me to do You're it. You're going to do Doug, a, aren't he's you? A, he's a producer. You're doing Doug. Doug McDaniel. Doug is a, Dougie's a he's bucket. A, he's a producer Dougie for Michigan. Dougie McBucket's scores. Yeah, he's good. He, he dishes the rock a little bit. He can even get some rebounds. He's gotten but a lot better. What I learned is if you look at my teams in the past, I went for guys that could score and rebound. you got to go. Get you got to get scores because yeah. if you can score 20 points a game, but only get five rebounds. That's better than ten points a game and seven rebounds, yep. right? Like all day. So it's got to you got to start with points. So I looked at points first, and then I looked at some other guys that are good. I had Dawson and Reese as some other potentials yeah, on my I, list. I was thinking maybe Sanford. Yeah, but Cricky is the leading guy for Iowa right now. Baldwin, Ace Baldwin from Penn State, he passes and scores, and then Tolmanaga possibly. 
Oh, Kapakati. Yeah, I hate him, but he can score. Um, all right, those are Big Ten teams. We'll keep tabs on those um, moving forward. All right, uh, you want to do a quick little... Yeah, now a word from our presenting sponsor, Team Andrews Realty. will help you find the home that fits your wants and needs, and they make the process simple and fun along the way. For example, every year they do a a little coupon for the Hart Christmas Tree Farm here in Rockford, Michigan, and we always get a wreath out of the deal, so we always appreciate that, having been a customer. The Andrews have served thousands of clients, like the Gams, for 30-plus years in the West Michigan area and are here to serve you today. Learn more at teamanders.com. All right, we did not get any Michapalooza mailbags. We did not get any Chris mailbags this week. We didn't get any Mana mailbags. So we did get an idea courtesy of Chris, and that's Christmas Bracket. So for the first time in a while, we're going to do a Christmas Bracket. Mostly movies, but there's one foursome of cartoons in here too. So first up, we got... Number one seed Christmas Vacation against number four seed Christmas Story. Christmas Vacation. I hate Christmas Story. Then we got two seed Elf versus three seed The Santa Claus 2. Elf. Uh, And I'm going to agree. I'm going to go one, two in there as well. Um, Then we're going to go one seed It's a Wonderful Life against four seed Bad Mom's Christmas. Uh, I'll go Classic. It's a Wonderful Life. So a lot of people don't like that movie. I though. love that movie. Such a good movie. Um, I got to go with that too. Bad Mom's Christmas is, is really good, but It's a Wonderful Life is one of my favorite movies. Uh, two Seed Holiday versus Three Seed Office Christmas Party. Tough choice. Tough choice. I'll go Office Christmas Party. It's hilarious. Yeah, I've got to agree with that. It's just Holiday's really good. I really like it, but it's, it's, not, it's, it's not as good as Office Christmas Party. All right, now we're getting the cartoon genre. Rudolph, number one, versus The Grinch, number four. I hate The Grinch. Rudolph, baby. Yeah, Rudolph. I'm cute, Santa. Gotta go Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, Two-seed Charlie Brown Christmas against three-seed Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman can kick rocks. Charlie Brown. <laughs> you really don't like I hate, Frosty. I hate Frosty the Snowman. It's not, he did not steal the hat. His mother effort is He's not from South back. Chicago. He's wanted his hat. That back. dumb magician threw his hat away. It's his problem. Well, he wanted the finders back. keepers, losers weepers. That said, I'm going to go with Charlie Brown Christmas as well. And in the next bracket, number one seed Polar Express against number four seed Santa Claus three. Uh, Polar Express. I don't like the Santa Claus yeah. three really. Polar Express is a good one. The Santa, the first two Santa Claus movies are actually really good. Yeah. And then. Uh, number two seed Home Alone against number three seed Die Hard. I don't. You've probably never seen Die Hard. I don't think you? I have. It's, it's Bruce actually Willis. Really good yeah, it's a really good you know movie. He is, actually. You know he has uh, dementia. Yeah, it's too so, bad. Uh, I'll go Home Alone. Yeah, I'm going to go Home Alone too. I had to throw Die Hard in there for those people who actually think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I don't look at it that way. I think it's a good thr- action thriller, but it's not a Christmas movie. So yeah, it's pretty much chalk. We have all the same picks, and it's mostly ones and twos. So Christmas Vacation Elf. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I gotta like go. Same. Both, Elf is is really good. They could have met, met up in the final four, not to get to the final four, but um, it's a wonderful life. Office Christmas party. Um, I'm gonna go Office Christmas party to change it up a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. go. It's a wonderful life. Although Office Christmas party, it's a can't miss. Uh, Rudolph, Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, let's go Charlie Brown. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. I like that. I, I Rudolph's great, the claymation, but I like just something about the Charlie Brown Christmas. All right, Polar Express, Home Alone. Ah, uh, Polar Express. Polar Express is it, it's really good. I gotta go with Polar Express as well. So you've got Christmas Vacation against Office Christmas Party. Christmas Vacation. And I've got Christmas Vacation against. Uh, it's a wonderful life. I got to go Christmas vacation because I am Clark W. Griswold. And then you've got Charlie Brown Christmas against Polar Express. Polar Express. And then I have Charlie Brown Christmas against Polar Express. I'm going Charlie Brown Christmas. And then you have Polar Express against Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. And I've got favorite. Christmas vacation as well. So Christmas vacation wins it. Chris, send us what your results would have been. Um, and if you have an idea for a different Christmas bracket, by all means, let us know. Sometimes we throw things in the sprint. but And, of course, send us your questions, thoughts, concerns, 
I mean, we didn't even get into transfer portal. There's a lot to talk oh, about in transfer portal. We didn't get into, we didn't get into, um, Oregon State's new coach Childs. throwing shade. I want Childs. Well, Jackie to, Childs. Aiden, don't call me Jackie Childs. But we didn't get into Oregon State's coach Screw throwing him, shade at Smith. I didn't like the, the way that Michigan went down. State. Exactly. You didn't like the way that went down. You're just trying to to buy your fans your fans back. So. Keep your mouth off Jonathan Smith. That's all I can say. It's our boy. Don't no don't shade him. I will say this is not a mailbag thing, but it's I like what Michigan State's doing right now. I think they're more active in a more positive way than Tucker ever was. Yeah, I think they've reprioritized Michigan and Ohio. So even a lot of the guys, not only in the transfer portal, but guys that have been offered and and have offers and and are committed to other places that are Michigan guys that Tucker didn't touch. Sorry, Tucker didn't touch. Michigan State is quickly going after, in addition to some of the better recruits that Smith had at Oregon State, which are more national-level recruits. So as he builds his staff, yes, we're waiting on defensive coordinator. That's got to be a question. I'll ask that as a mailbag question. Who do you oh, think it's going to be? I have that as the sprint question. Okay, so we'll skip questions. that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of things that we didn't talk about, so we've got plenty to How about, how to about this one? About. Will Jim Harbaugh be Michigan's coach no. next season? Nope. Yeah. No. And who will be their coach? I will they vacate whatever they win? I think so too. I think he. I. I, I think he's a good coach. Uh-huh. I think yeah. he's better than Harbaugh. Yeah. He's he not a weirdo. He doesn't pick his nose and eat it. He's not as much of a freak. All right, that's that is third down, rip, fourth down NFL some, time. Rip some quick NFL. Uh, let's start with Thursday night. Uh, Dallas versus Seahawks. It was a high scoring game. Usually the unders have been hitting in these games. Way over. It was in the 40s, wasn't it? Like 41-35 or something like that. I think Crazy. Um, Dallas gets it done. Seattle's kind of fallen hard times. They've been hurt a little bit, haven't played as well. They're on the outside looking in right now um, in the playoff picture, Let which is pretty crazy. Let me pull that up. We can tell you. Yeah. Um, let's see. NFL. Play. AFC. What? So the AFC right now, Miami, Baltimore, Jacksonville, who's winning right now, I think. Oops, oh, it's tied. Uh, and Kansas City, who lost, are, are your one, are your division leaders, and your wild card leads are. There's four teams at seven and five, and really two teams at six and six. So there's six teams arguably yeah, the, the in AFC play. AFC is tough. And actually, Cincinnati won tonight. They'd be in play too. But Pittsburgh seven and five, Cleveland seven and five, Indy seven and five, Houston seven and five, Denver on a great comeback trail six and six, although they lost this weekend, and Buffalo. Six and six, and, and if then Cincinnati wins tonight, the they would be six and six. So there's really probably arguably seven teams. There's more than that are technically alive, but you know, there's a, it's a pretty wild wild card race in the AFC. The NFC, Philly got curb stomped by San Fran last night. Yeah, I mean, Philly, absolutely man. destroyed. Um, Debo Samuel owned the them. 49ers are so Philly's your current one seed, San Fran's your two, Detroit's. You're three. They're tied with San Fran, but they're I think the three seed. Atlanta is winning oh, the South Lord. at six and six. The South is Atlanta, Tampa, or New Orleans. It's crapshoot. Lions are pretty much guaranteed unless they completely fall flat and somebody rises. I mean, they're going to make the, the playoffs somehow, regardless. Um, and then your wild card in the NFC are Dallas is one at nine they're, and three. Big playing. game with Philly this week. Yep. Minnesota, Green Bay, Rams, Seattle. How about, how about Green six. Bay? Four in a row. Jordan loves playing better. But I noticed this last night when they were blitzing him, he craps his pants. He doesn't. He throws the ball off his back foot out of bounds every time. I would blitz uh, yeah, him. Yeah, it's every like golf. Golf struggles when he's getting. He's terrible. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, Vikings. I I think the Vikings. I think the Packers will eventually leapfrog the Vikings here. I think the Rams are going to be a playoff team. Hot think, teams here. You got Dallas has won four in a row, and they play Philly. They have a tough schedule coming down the stretch, but they'll they're they'll make it out of the yeah. They're wild card. They're Minnesota good. has lost two in a row, so they're kind of teetering. It's catching up to them that they don't have Kirk. Green Bay's won three in a row. The Rams have won three in a row. Seattle has lost three yeah, in a row at six great. and six. And then Tampa and New Orleans are in play at five and seven, but they're more in play. And everyone else is South. out. In the AFC, Pittsburgh, uh, they lost their starting quarterback in an already bad offense. They've lost one in a row. Cleveland has lost two in a row. They're on like their third How about or fourth the, the Colts are good. The Colts have won four in a row. Houston, Gardner, has, Houston has been playing one. They won a game. Denver... Had won a bunch and they lost one. Buffalo lost one. Cincinnati's lost three, depending on what happens tonight. So yeah, yeah, the NFL's it's gonna be a fun race. How about this? I saw this last night. Matt Lafleur as the Packers coach, sixteen and zero in December. 
It's pretty remarkable. Pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And they they were they were bad, and they're playing a little better. Their receivers are playing but well. Watson's hurt now again. Oh, did he get hurt again? Because yeah, Reed he's is a walking injury. Reed's yeah. been really good. Dobbs is good, but it's hard for Reed to be great if he doesn't have another guy opposite him. Yeah, I mean, and their defense is playing a little better. So is their line. Um, I don't know. I think Minnesota's going to fall. Josh Dobbs, the the Cinderella Disney movie story. You know, the first two weeks he was great. I think the secret's out. He sucks. Yeah, he's not good. Figure out what he does. Um, there's tape on him. He's he's okay. Um, it's a nice story, but he's not good. I, I have this sick feeling we're gonna get a little bit of Detroit versus Mr. Matthew Stafford in the playoffs, and I think the Lions will lose that game because that's the way the NFL wants it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that would be kind of fun. I, I if I were the Lions, the teams that I would want to play in the playoffs are the Rams or the Vikings. The Packers, I don't know. Um, with their the way weapons. they played against them on Thanksgiving, they, yeah, they, they won't play the Cowboys unless they slip to the four, which I doubt they will because they went four and zero against the NFC South. Um, right. So they're probably going to get the three. So they'd probably most likely avoid Dallas. It's either going to be the Vikings, Packers, Rams, or Seahawks, I would guess, or maybe one of the NFC South teams if they somehow sneak in um, up to that six spot, but. I don't want to play the Seahawks, and I don't want to play the Packers. Um, I'd be fine with playing the Vikings or Rams. Um, but, yeah, the Lions get to them. Started off awesome, and then they fell back down to earth. Um, had to stay, take away this comeback from uh, from New Orleans. The Lions offense played a little better, more clean. Um, Ragnall, once he went down, they stopped running the ball well. Yeah, turnovers um, mattered. You know, they the Lions two turnovers they forced, mm-hmm. um, and they were inside, deep inside territory. We're big. Um, yeah. Golf played a little bit better. I think he made some plays when he had to. The run game was fine. Um, some drops by receivers. Sam Laporta is a top three tight end in the NFL right now. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's a stud. Um, he's on pace to shatter every rookie record um, by a tight end. Um, he's been phenomenal. Um, tell you what, um, kudos to the Lions linebackers. Alex Anzalone was hurt. He's kind of the heart and soul and knows everything to do with Derek Barnes, um, Rodrigo, Jack Campbell, and Jalen Reeves-Maven. Um, they played really well. The linebackers were great for the Lions yesterday. It was the secondary Giving up big plays again. The line, defensive line. Well, and Bruce, again, because Hutchinson's horrible. Hutchinson's terrible. I'm sorry. He's the most he's, selfish Michigan fans that are out there. He is, he's selfish. He, he only does it for himself. If He had a, he only is good if he has another guy next to him. And the reason why he came on the end of last year was because James Houston was so good. The Lions don't have that right now. Bruce Irvin, did he have that awesome sack? Yeah. He's 37 years old and he just started playing again. It's not like he's some spry guy that's in mm-hmm. his prime right here um the lions need houston back they need to get healthy on the d line and they need to blitz a little bit more and take chances because their secondary is not that good jerry jacobs would be a great third corner absolutely he's not a starting uh you know boundary corner in the nfl i'm sorry he's not um and tracy walker's not been playing great i pray to god that somehow gardner johnson heals up and you can get him back for the last for the playoffs or something, because we need a guy like that to, to go with Kirby, because Kirby's been playing pretty well. Um, and Branch, has, Branch been, has been good. I feel like he ever since the injuries fallen off a little bit, maybe lost a step. He's also a rookie. So. Yeah, I mean, which is understandable. But the Lions next year, man, they need a cor- another corner. They need pass rushers and probably one more receiver, and they might be the favorite next year in the NFC. Um, but the NFC's tough. The San Francisco's young. The the Eagles are young. But um, wasn't Hurts is in concussion protocol right now. Apparently. Oh, is that why he went out for a little yeah. while? And then he went back in the game. Yeah, that is, doesn't he, look. That's not a, a good concussion. Look. And they played the Cowboys this week. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be great. And how about this one? 49ers odds-on favorites to win the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy is the odds-on favorite to win the MVP. As the as Mister Irrelevant. That's insane. Let's introduce him to your sister. I'm sorry. I don't. Brock is a great game. I don't think he's an MVP quarterback, but I think it's a lot of the system. But whatever, man. The MVP is is the running back. Yeah, McCaffrey's McCaffrey. An MVP. Is, he's a stud. Oh, that that dude is. That guy or is, Samuel Debo just destroyed the Christian, Eagles. He, last he, Brock Brock Purdy's good. Don't get me wrong, but he has it pretty easy. With he has McCaffrey, he has Kittle, he has CMC, C, yeah. he has uh, Debo, Ayuk. he has Ayuk. 
He has Juwan Jennings, who's a really good like third receiver. Even Ronnie Bell is a decent fourth receiver yeah, then, for them. Then Kyle Juszczyk's the like one of the best fullbacks to ever play the game, and they have the best defense in the league. It's like whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Totally Tough. agree. I, that's a team I would not want to see in the playoffs, but you never. You know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Never know. We'll see what happens. We only got what five weeks left of the regular season. Crazy. Um, but yeah. Um, let's do sprint if you're ready for let's it. Let's go. All right. Um, how we can talk about that. We can talk about golf. Oh, Tiger was back. Um, could have talked about that in mailbag. Oh yeah. Glad to see him. Scotty won that tournament. That rollback is happening. Does that mean that we are going to have to buy new golf balls and get rid of the ones we have now? This is the question. I don't. What's that mean? Is that the sprint question? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> no. I mean. I, I think probably that mean just mean without they're gonna sell balls. Well, or, that and without reading it, I think if you were to play in like a tournament, like if you were to play in an amateur tournament, have to have a certain or, or if you're make club, or model, yeah, like if I think of when I played in the Invitational at Blyfield, if they made that, you know, or the club championship, if they made that the rule, then you would have to. But I think for average Joes like us, look, like somebody said, that's rolling back the balls. The difference between a 225 yard weak fade and a 210 yard weak fade, like it doesn't really matter. Um, and I get why. I don't get why you're gonna make the average Joes get the golf balls, but I don't think the average Joes are gonna go out and throw away what we have. And then no, you sudden, think I'm throwing you know, away Pro V ones? No, no. To hell with you. No. Uh, I'll do that one less. Position MSU needs to target most in the portal. Well, quarterback because they don't have one right now. They yeah. don't. They their one recruit who was a lacrosse recruit originally, and then their three quarterbacks from last year are all in the portal. So I think they need to hit it hard. If they can get a Childs, that would be huge because I think that recruits other guys. I think if you can't get him, there's plenty of other guys out there like the kid from Detroit who's in the portal from UCLA. I think there's lots of good players in there, but I I just think Childs. Childs is a guy that gets you three or four or five other really good offensive weapons if you get him. Yeah. I, I'm I, I'm going to go outside that. I'm going to say O-line slash receiver. I think Michigan State needs a game-breaking speedster. Because um, let's face it, they didn't have that. They haven't had that since Reed, and Reed was a little dinged up last year. So they really have that. Keon Coleman was a great possession, you know, mossing red zone threat, but he wasn't a burner by any stretch. For Michigan State, he is now, but um, Michigan State really had that since when they read in, in Naylor, so I think we need that. Um, and then some some beef on the offensive line. Um, who will Michigan State's defensive coordinator be in 2024? So, I think we're waiting to see if... Ferentz retires? If Ferentz retires, because I think then it's Parker, and I think he's seriously considering it anyway. I think he's thinking if even if Ference comes Finish back, finish my career year, at do, my alma mater. Yeah, do I go back to Michigan State? He's sixty, but you know, a coordinator coach they don't have as much of the stress that a head coach does. I think at sixty you could go another he's a good six, seven too. to eight, ten years. I mean, he I was had plenty of good players. He'd be my first choice. I think the other two guys that I always hear their names, and I would be honestly fine with one of them. You wouldn't, but I would be fine with them, and that's Jim Leonard certainly. Yes, again, a good young coach, and then. He'd be more my third choice, but I, I honestly I wouldn't have a problem with Mike Trestle just because he gets the landscape. He knows recruiting the Midwest. I think he was a pretty good defensive coordinator with D'Antonio. I think he's got familiarity with the program. So, you know, those three guys, right. I know Lake from the former Washington coach, he was kind of caught up in a scandal there with, you know, was he abusive to players? Who knows? They said that Fleck was too. So, I mean, he's probably an outsider as a maybe. Um, he's currently with the Rams, right? Yeah, my my so, choices are Parker one. That's my home run higher than I think it would be Leonard than Lake um, as my other two options. I'd want. Um, I expect it to happen soon because that's really yeah. Good. You need it. And we don't know where Harlan's going to land, but everything is pointing to and has been pointing to. He's going to stay on the staff, and then Hawk, Hawk the wide maybe receiver not. Job, though so. I heard that some people are trying to poach him. Mm-hmm. Um, other power fives. Um, Last one. Uh, I mean, honor of National Cookie Day. What? How, we've said our favorite store bought cookie. What's the most underrated? Underrated cookie or yeah. store bought? Store bought cookie. Brand. Oh, 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 like grocery store brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think Fudge Stripes might be the most underrated. You know what my f- most underrated is? 
famous Amos. Oh, famous Amos are those are. Good. I like chips. I used to love those when I was a kid. I don't. I'm not. I think chips always taste too too manufactured. Like, and I will say that I was, you know, like we always had Oreos around when I was a kid, and I was I was like, eh, Oreos are Oreos are amazing. <laughs> An Oreo is a damn good cookie. All right, that's it. 151. Um, let us know uh, if you have any mailbag questions you want us to discuss. Feed the mailbag. Um, might, Come on, Mitchapalooza. Might do a, a little uh, bowl pool. Um, if anybody's interested, let me know, and I can possibly muster that up. Um, do a little five or ten dollar buy-in, something like that. Um, but let me know if you'd be interested, and we can. I can. If I have enough people, we can. Uh, we can run that, and it'd be kind of fun. Um, not with every bowl, of course, but um, the big ones, some select ones. So yeah, that'd be fun. All right, in honor of our mailbag this week, as the conductor said in the Polar Express, one thing about trains, it doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on the 